Sin Media acknowledges and pays respect to the people of the Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations, on whose unceded lands the Sin Studio stand. Sin extends this respect to the traditional custodians and people of the lands and waters our content reaches. It always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. It's an exciting time to be here on Soul Food. Uh, we've got a full yeah. house today we in terms of presenters. Do. It's Marzi Owen, Noah DaCosta, Samir, Sammy on decks. Run out of breath mentioning all the presenters we have on the <laughs> show sometimes. Um, and I tell you who's got who else has got me out of breath. Uh, Jordan's got me out of breath. Wow. Uh, she's she's do, absolutely killing the di- game right now, doing some fantastic work. Uh, recently released Is It Wrong about around about the start of the year, which has been uh, a little little bit of a success. It's been a fantastic uh, little run of songs, and we're excited to hear more from Jordan. Jordan, can you hear us okay? I can. Amazing, amazing. How are you going? Doing all right? I'm good, thank you. That's good. Great. That's good. Very, very exciting stuff. Um, thanks for joining us, and thanks for taking the time out as well. Hey, to kick off, we've done a bit of bit of press work for for Is It Wrong. Um, when it first released, but uh, I figured we'd go, we'd go through and let our listeners know as well. What was your journey like um, to R&B music? Was it always around you growing up, or was there like a particular artist that was like sort of like a gateway for you? Um, talk a bit about your journey to R&B. Yeah, um, I think I I kind of grew up with a lot of country country music, which is a bit That's... random. Wow. Okay. <laughs> not, not as random as you think. And there is a lot that. of actually quite prolific songwriting in country music. Mm-hmm. It For makes sure. sense. And I think also I was it was a lot of like blues as well, which ah, I don't realize yeah. where that's actually come from. Um, and I used to listen to like a lot of Bee Gees and that kind of stuff is what I was brought up with. And I now I can really see the link between like soul and R and B with mm. that. Because um, otherwise, I just see myself as like, like I, growing up, like I'd be playing country music, and now I'm singing R and B. That's really random. Like, how does that connect? But um, I can definitely see the connection now. Um, and my family were very, very musical, so we brought up in lots of music, and all my family, and we like had bands as kids and everything. So it was a very musical family. Um, and that's yeah, that was a, a big influence in my life, and I think it's definitely influenced how my music and the type of the way I songwrite and the way that I um, make music as well. Mm. 100%. Can you um can you tell us a bit about um that transition, like when you actually made that transition from country to R and B, like how that happened? Was it through you mentioned blues? Was it through discovering <laughs> blues and going like kind of back to the past and out towards R and B again? Like what what was that? What was that like? And when about when did that happen? What was the tipping point? I don't think there was really a tipping point. I think it was more of, like, I just really love writing emotional stuff, I think. And it was just always, I think country was a big a big way in that. And I, I think there was a link between soul and country, and that's where I found the link. There was mm. really never a point where I was like, oh, yeah, R&B is the place. Yeah, I don't think there was. I can't, I can't really think of a time where it was immediately, like, recognised that I was like, yep, R&B is the place. And I think even now, I'm still definitely not... Yeah, Jordan equals R&B. It's definitely a. I'm so open. Like one minute I'm doing drill, next minute I'm doing country, next minute it's soul. Like it's so all over the place, and I love that. I don't want to be. As much as I love R&B, and I love, I always kind of lean in that area. I don't really want to be boxed into that one that one genre. 
I'm trying to hear that Jordan drill release. Soon. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I'm hopefully scared that I said that now. Yeah. I mean, you put it out there, you know? Yeah, you, exactly. I mean, not too long ago, we had that FK Twigs, Georgia Smith drill yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, I reckon true, true. you would rip that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And even um, yeah. even even Georgia on um, the recent J House, but that's a conversation. Yeah, true. Day. But um, uh, I guess kind of from that, I want to ask though. So, I mean, this this with Is It Wrong, which was your most recent single, I, I know you've got some more stuff cooking. Is, is this kind of more of like an R&B era for you or is it kind of always going to be in the DNA of what you do? I think I'm moving more towards what I want to do and finding my sound. Mm -hmm. And I think as an artist, it's a big thing of like, when are you really going to find your sound? And it's always, it's always changing. And like you're thinking about how the market specifically is moving and being influenced in that way. But I think at the core of me, it's R&B and soul. And I think I'm just trying to try and explore. And like I said, like country and drill and whatever, all the other things is like Afro. It's all just influencing the type of R&B that I'm going. Mm, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's just a whole heap of just exploring and trying. And that's the creative part, I guess. It, it really is hard. Like, it's crazy how, like, you know, you hear a single, like, is it wrong? And it kind of, you kind of gets... What, we, what we're getting as an artist who's kind of already found a lot of who she is from the sound of this track and, and, and from even from your previous ones. And so it's always interesting to kind of dig, uh, d- uh, deep dive and be like, oh, this is actually me where I'm still finding it. So I'm really excited and interested to see what finding it looks like for it if you've already kind of already have such a strong sense of where you come from artistically. Mm. Um, but Samira, you. you had a question. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I mean, genre is, I think, something artists will figure out as they go on. And I don't think anybody wants to also be typecasted. But where it doesn't really make a big difference, or maybe it does, but to me it doesn't, is live performances. You know, the way you have to carry yourself. How have performances been for you, especially for someone running between Melbourne and Perth quite a bit? <laughs> Yes. Um, it's been it's been a different experience. I think my music has been very different to my live performances in the way that when I'm singing live, I'm usually always having like it's a very stripped down acoustic performance. Whereas I I can't I'm I'm moving towards wanting like the full band and hmm. um have exploring that kind of thing because hmm. right now it's just I'm I'm very used to it's like my comfort space of me and the guitar or me and the piano or just like having a very raw stripped down experience. Um and yeah, the moving between Melbourne and Perth all the time is uh yeah, that's the balance. <laughs> very hard, I guess in that way. Trying to trying to find the it's it's building a community and I think that's where I'm like I'm trying to keep my community in Perth while also growing in Melbourne. Um that's a big it's a big balance, balancing act that I'm trying to do with that. I think it it speaks a lot to the the scene of both areas and how different they are. Obviously, the Perth scene is a little bit insular, but it obviously has a dedicated um, set of artists and, and community that love the music over there. And Melbourne, while it has a lot more maybe opportunities and venues and to perform in and things like that, um, it always does doesn't always equate to being a better scene, um, especially mm-hmm. compared to certain artists elsewhere um when it comes to performing and making music in both cities what are the unique parts that you love about about melbourne and perth i think what i love about perth is that there's not as many distractions as melbourne Mm -hmm. when i'm in melbourne i feel like the grind there is 
insane and I love it because it, it's a motivational thing as well like you see other people and you see other creators that it inspires you and it reminds you the level of creativity and work that people put in and I think when you when you compare the level that level compared to Perth it's a much more relaxed scene over here um, For sure. and there's less there's less gigs and less less of those sorts of performances that you can go to but in that way it's Perth is I find Perth really nice in the isolating way that I can just sit down and actually focus on my music and mm. writing and um yeah I come over here and like I work with my brother a lot which is really which is really good because we can just focus in on the music and and then I go to Melbourne and I'm like okay let's let's network more and let's see where we can grow and how we can where we can network and grab people and help and it's just it's really nice to have that have both sides Mm. and be completely opposite and use them to my advantage yeah absolutely just expanding on that a little bit further as well do you feel like Nam actually possibly gives you the opportunity as well to kind of gauge what the audience reaction is to the music that you make because when you're in Perth that's your time to to focus in and create and then kind of go from there and see how it's received and and if you want to shift things where you would potentially shift them to completely and yeah I think it's really lovely to come over there and I think okay in Perth it's my community is a lot of family friends because the way I've grown up here and I think moving to Nam, it's a completely different experience where everybody's new and because the scene is so big you can actually see where you fit in or like how you how you can spread out whereas over here it's a lot more um ambiguous yeah yeah and you're not Mm. really sure of if this is just your friends supporting you or if your music's actually good right it's an opportunity to contextualize yourself within the australian scene a bit more yes definitely i think that's that's incredibly interesting to talk about the, the dichotomy between creating in perth versus showing off or like presenting your work in melbourne so to speak obviously i imagine there was a bit of that with with is it wrong particularly because there was a lot of great reception around melbourne for it here and but before we talk a little bit more about is it wrong um i have a little bit of a bone to pick with you miss jordan um (laughs) you released a you released a a music video recently for is it wrong and in the music video you you play a bit of ball um shooting a bit shooting a few hoops um, and you got a bit of flack for your, your ball handling, so to speak, when it comes to, to that music video. Um, it, talk a bit about the creation of the music video itself, obviously, and particularly how the decision came about to, to give Jordan a basketball and, and, and shoot a bit of a cool video. Uh, yeah, look. Um, <laughs> no, go on. No, um, it, uh, I guess that's just my creativity running a bit too wild. Um, I had this... The music video was a completely different idea and I had this idea of having kids playing and all these things and in the end it ended up being me clearly not playing. But, um, yeah, I don't really know where that idea went but I feel like now that I've started this sport theme I have to con- continue <laughs> it and like, take a poll of the next sport that I should pretend to play or look yeah, like yeah, I do. Do the brown frogs proud and get a cricket video going. I think cricket <laughs> needs to be commercialised in that way now. Now, but speak a little bit more about having the production side of things when it comes to creating a music video and how that's been like for you. I love, I really, really love that that part of the process. And I think music is, music and writing and production of the music itself is 
an amazing experience. But once the music is done and I can just be completely like, I think that's the idea of like, is it wrong in basketball? Like it was totally different worlds. And I love that I can be someone else in the music video and just really be vastly creative. Mm. I really, really enjoy that part. And I think a big part of it as well about music videos and the whole creation is bringing in people around me. And like, I have so many friends and people that are creatives that I love and I love their work and being able to come together and work on a particular project is something that I truly love. So music videos, I love that. That's what I love about that. Um, actually, actually, you just mentioned what I was going to ask about. I mean, like I saw in the video, you've got people, I know it's, it's, it's directed by Dylan Guy, who is, um, He's a local yes. um, producer and, and music video um, director himself. But I also saw that Jewel Wusu is in the video as well. Yeah. Who's, she's making some really great stuff. And I know there are probably some other people. Like, can you tell us a little bit about what that collaborative experience um, has been like in terms of working with some of those people and, and, and potential collaborations you kind of hope to uh, uh hope to kind of you know uh put out in the future even even going as far as your brother jared right mm. jared makes a lot of great music as well i believe yes yes um yes jared dylan um jewel all amazing artists um and yeah that's exactly what it is i think what i love about it is coming together and being able to like it's not it's not just music it's it's the whole it's the whole outlet of it and i love that we can all have our own little little avenues that we're really good at and come together and that's the whole part about being an artist and creative creativity and music that I love the community and yeah, being able to, especially we're all from Perth coming over to Melbourne, coming over to Melbourne and like exploring that whole scene together has been really lovely that we could all do that together. Yeah. That's um, great to hear. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as well. It, I feel like it's a question that gets asked pretty commonly, but I think that you might have an interesting take on it in regards to your creative process when it comes around to visuals and uh, potentially making the music with visuals in mind. Is there any sort of process that you go through in terms of creating the the sound and, and the type of content that you want to address and the concepts that you want to explore in terms of uh, solidifying a creative vision all into one thing? Is there a sort of a preconceived notion that you have before you start writing the music or does it kind of figure itself out along the way? What's your process there? Really good question. Um, I struggle with this because when I write a song, I immediately think of a visual that is related to the song. But then because I want to be... Like I said, I want to be so vastly creative and I want to explore different avenues. I think of so many different scenarios that I could relate this song to that is nothing to do with what exactly I wrote the song about. Right. So, I, like, right now I have a lot of boards that are going on for, us, like, just different, completely different scenarios. So me choosing, I just I get very indecisive with exactly the type of scene that I want to go for because I just want to do everything really but initially my idea I definitely have a vision and it kind of it kind of helps me with my songwriting as well envisioning an image and how I how I feel like the story would go it does yeah definitely helps me a lot with my writing and I I want to quickly jump in as well because I do want to talk a bit more about is it wrong Um, obviously released at the start of this year um how have you felt about the reception for the song itself and um talk a little bit about the process of putting that together yeah, um, is it wrong? I think was the close was a really a very close song to myself because I feel like it is the closest to my sound and how I want to present myself as an artist. And 
it was it was a very organic like we just wrote this song in my living room my brother and one of my friends and we just we wrote it all in a, in a night produced it really like recorded it the next day so it was done in like less than two days what I love about a song is when I know that I can listen to it personally mm. a million times and then probably by the millionth time I'm sick of it but like I can listen to it and I'm not and I I can actually listen to it and I don't hate it immediately um and even now it's 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 still kind of it's wild that I see people now and people that I don't even know and they're like yeah is it wrong is it wrong or I can't even say the word wrong and people will be like oh is it wrong yeah it's a bit of a trigger sentence for me at this point <laughs> becomes, becomes but, um, <laughs> a part of your your identity almost I can't I can't do it um but yeah the, the response to it has been really great and I I can't wait to release more along those lines because I think I'm growing more in that way well, we, we can't wait to hear you release more as well. Um, Marzi, did you have a quick question here? Yeah, um, just to kind of relate it back to some of the things that we ask pretty much everybody that come through on Soul Food. It's, it's great to hear that you're receiving that positive reception for this track. I hope that you uh, continue to receive that because you absolutely deserve it with the output that you have. I'm curious to know how you feel about the reception from the industry at large and, and perhaps what we could do as a music scene in our country to help cultivate R&B specifically um, and soul music as it continues to grow in our local scenes? Yeah. um, I think I feel as an R&B artist, a female R&B artist as well Mm -hmm. in Australia, there is, there's a very, we're very individualized. And I feel like as much as there are amazing artists all over Australia, um, there's not a community for it, and I th- and I think I'd love to see a more um, a more connected group of us because I know that we're all there, um, and I think we're all aware of each other, but there's not really a connection between us. Yeah, I think that's because there's some amazing artists, definitely amazing artists in Australia. Absolutely. that need to be um, noticed a bit more. We, we absolutely agree. We absolutely agree mm-hmm. here at Soul Food. Hey, Jordan, we absolutely love your work and we, we're very excited about what's to come in terms of future for you. Um, talk a little bit about that for us, I suppose. Where can people find you on socials? Um, any more gigs coming up that you can plug? Uh, what can people expect for you next? Any music you want to hint any at? Any music you want to hint at? This would be the place to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Well, um, I'm actually... Going to London tonight for. Oh, oh, we're literally just talking about this. We're just talking about Sorry, this. Sorry, yeah. that's, that's lovely to hear. Continue. We talked about how Panya just came back from London for context. Oh, yeah. Um, and so we were talking about how great it is that artists are going overseas to create and and, and play music. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and that's why I'm so excited. Just to like me coming from Perth to to Melbourne was a huge being like, oh wow, there is actually a scene on this music. Me going to London is like the next step and I feel mm. like I'm really excited to just explore and see what's been happening out there. Um, and then, yeah, I have new music coming out soon, um, which, yeah, I'm very, very excited about. I was probably heading towards a more sad scene, but I've decided to switch it up. Okay. Um, right. the, real, the real question is, what are we getting in the drill track, though? <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm very excited about a drill track. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Jordan, if people wanted to find you on socials, where could they? Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me at underscore jaw underscore dane because 
trying to teach people how to pronounce my name a bit more. Um, but yes, you can Jordan on all all the Spotify and all the socials. Um, yeah. Very, very exciting stuff. Well, with, with that being said, we actually like to do a little thing here where we, we let you, the artist, throw to this next song. And this next song is your one. It's the most recent release you've made. So hopefully you know which one we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> but all, all you got to do is just say what the song is and where people are listening. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Jordan. You're listening to Soul Food and this is It Wrong. Amazing. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you. And you're listening here on... 